So I'm Matt Black, voted number one airbrush artist and sign writer in Australia. Got a condition called disassociation identity disorder. I've also got trophy child syndrome and complex PTSD. I got classed as an artistic genius, but my artwork is my therapy. It's my world. I wouldn't be alive without my artwork or my music. So I just immerse myself in that just to get away from pain, I guess. And I encourage others, if they're going through certain situations, their own personal struggles, to seek professional help. I didn't, and I unalived myself. So please, yeah. Okay, let's try again after many technical difficulties. How is your day going? My day's been well. How's yours been? (laughs) I mean, good, good. It hasn't really begun until now. It's only 1 p.m. and I just woke up and had breakfast and then got ready for the interview. Got up at 1 p.m. <laughs> I mean, I got up at like, <laughs> I woke up at 10. Then okay. it's different getting, waking up and getting up are different things. I woke up at 10, I got up at around 11, and then I got ready. Yeah. And I, you switched I my one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it does take a lot of time to take care of this, so. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I go surfing. Like I, ju- I just let, I go surfing, so I just let the, the salt water and the air take care of my Oh, hair. yeah, you just, you just let it hang. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> it's like the surfing highlighters, like the highlight of the surf. The... Yeah, that's all the sun, all the sun on the bleach. Yeah, wow, it's really brown, really brown on top, and then. Yeah, it's the oh. surfer bleach. Yeah, yeah. The famous. <laughs> and yeah. Okay, so I see that in the back again. You have uh, your vampire altar, and yeah. how long has it taken you so far? That's taken me forty hours so far. Uh, and drawn it with uh, charcoal this time. Oh, pencils. In- I I was using graphite, but graphite was um gets a shine to it. Like you get this graphite shine. Yeah. So. I decided to go with charcoal because the blacks are a lot blacker. I kind of just so I just so that's my first ever charcoal drawing ever. So <laughs> oh, well, I believe it's going pretty well. Yeah. And so, how much work do you think you have left with that piece? Probably twenty or thirty hours. And yeah. do you take long breaks, or is it all just? Depends on how I feel. Like I can, I like because I got my disassociation going on. I, yeah. I can lose time and. I could be sitting here for maybe two or three hours and not know that that time's gone by. And it's really weird when I started drawing here. Yeah. Because it really affects my condition. Like it really kind of floors me. Um, I couldn't figure out what was going on. And I'd disassociate to kind of that side of the page and look at me drawing him. Okay. That's so interesting. And it's, yeah, it's interesting, but the headaches you get. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I can imagine. Yeah. So that's one of your authors, I believe, right? Yeah, that's Vampire Man. I've got a few more here. Oh. So, so now, I did this one with graphite. So, you can see the, what the graphite shown? Yeah, but I see, I see. The, well, the camera's kind of... <laughs> it's moving around. <laughs> yeah, it's trying to, like, do autofocus. Um, but that there's Shayavia. Okay. So, he's another altar. Um, okay. But he, like, Shayavia turned into Vampire Man. Oh, okay. So... Going down a rabbit hole, the vampire man is his altar too. <laughs> oh, was it like a, did they like fuse together or is it that they evolved? They evolved like, Shayavia oh. turned into the vampire man. Oh, okay. 
So yeah, um, it's pretty pretty hard to deal with this condition at times. Yeah. Um, and this is another one. This is this is Molly. She's a trans human. Wow. Wow. I I love that one. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's what I've just been drawing them like this, but I'm going to do like big paintings of them. Okay. And would you would you like to explain? what DID is for the people listening and watching? It used to be called multiple personality disorder. So, yeah, well, you got multiple personalities cranking through here, but it's like schizophrenia, but it's different. So, yeah, that's, that's the book one of me ultras wrote. So, yeah, where are we? So, I'm just trying to get it in view. Matt's brain structure sits between autism. Can you see that? Autism. Yeah, I can. Schizophrenia, indigenous shamans, mathematical genius, and my psychiatrist classed me as an artistic genius. Okay. So, yeah. So, yeah, basically, a- I, I don't know much about it. I've investigated a little bit, and I have, throughout the years, seen a few videos on YouTube of other people who have DID, other systems. I've seen them, and it really has sparked my interest, and... Yeah, I would just think, I just think people should know a lot more about it and be more educated on it. And there are many artists, I believe, so. Yeah, um, it's basically you go, well, for me, personally, I go interdimensionally too. It's like I'm having a, a mushroom trip. Yeah. It's like I'm having a mushroom trip pretty much, you know, all day. Um, I can ground myself and kind of, you know, focus, which is what I'm trying to do now. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll go, oh. Here we go. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's a it's it's quite fascinating because um, you know I've had this all my life. It went undiagnosed for most of my life until about three years ago, and it just answered so many questions for me. Um, but my blessing is my curse because um, this is where it gets harsh for me to talk about. Like I got yeah, I it comes through um, traumatic and childhood abuse. Yeah, I got I. There's, there's a, like, it's like rugby. We've got a game down here. It's like rugby. It's called Aussie Rules Football. And our family were kind of like football royalty here. So I got, um, I got treated, well, I got diagnosed as a trophy child syndrome too. So that means I had to be the best, the best of the best of the best. So all that pressure, all that, you know, and it broke me. Like the old man abused me severely. I won't go into details, but, um, yeah, from that abuse, and when he's doing his thing to you, that's when you disassociate. You can't, you can't fight, and you can't fight, and then you freeze. Like I, I had to freeze, but then from that I disassociated. So that's right. where all that came from. And I was always an oddball <laughs> after that. <laughs> I mean, all artists are kind of oddballs, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love how did around. you how did you turn that into art? How have you turned all the triumphs and, and tribulations into art? It, once again, it started with my childhood. I was always drawing, always drawing. My grandfather was a sign writer. So um, he was teaching me how to write with a calligraphy pen when I was seven, eight years old. So I went on then to become a sign writer, like, you know, the old signs where you, you know, yes. paint the sign. Um, I went on to become a sign writer. I got voted number one sign writer and airbrush artist in Australia when I was like 20 or something um, and my sign writing teacher one of them I had two sign writing teachers but the real old one he said are you related to such and such fella like talking to me 
my grandfather. And I said, yeah, that's my grandfather. He goes, he goes, he used to teach me at a certain like sign writing shop. So it kind of goes around. <laughs> yeah, it really does. The world is but really he, when you think he about noticed it. From, he noticed early on that I, you know, I was just cleaning up. Like I was just, I was, I think in second or third year of my apprenticeship, I was like doing better work than most of the tradesmen in Australia. So he knew that there was something going on. <laughs> And when did you decide to take it more seriously as your career? What, the sign writing part of it? Yeah. Well, yeah, that was my first choice of a job. So when I was when I left school, I kind of was floundering around a bit. I was living in a combi and going surfing and, you know, living the dream. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I, I just decided to do a, a TAFE course like it. And from there, I think three employ- three people like that had a business came into the into the school and said, who are your best three apprentice like students? And then we got an apprenticeship through it. And then I went on to do my apprenticeship. And then I, after I did my apprenticeship, I worked for myself up until I got diagnosed. And now I'm on a disability pension. And is that when you started making creative art, like the one, the kind of paintings and drawings you do now? Yeah, well, I, I picked up the airbrush, I think, not too far into my apprenticeship. So about, about a year into my apprenticeship, I picked up the airbrush and just went, oh, okay, well, I'm just going to give this a go. And about six months or a year into it, my all my sign writing teachers were like, where'd you learn how to do this? Because I was painting photographically. And I was like, I don't know, is this how you do it? I, I didn't have a clue. I was like, I don't know, is this how you do it? And like, I was kind of teaching my teachers. And uh, they're like, yeah, you're next level, like, we just don't do this and looking like at the time you don't know that this is going on but looking back that was my condition kicking me right like you know i'd I'd disassociate and i had that photographic memory starting to kick in i didn't realize what was going on but then ever since then ever since then like you know 18 19 years of age i just that was it for me i was just like i'm an artist yeah (laughs) and when did you include the instruments into your art world when did that happen i'll I'll take you for a little tour so just for the audience i've been playing the drums for that the last two or three days because i've been writing a few more songs so i started about i think i was about 24 25 when i started making instruments so there's a little tour of my house where are we that's my drum kit can i see yeah that's incredible so i built that out of my head I didn't even sketch it or draw it, nothing. And that's the photographic memory part again. Yeah. Um, here are a few of my guitars that I built. And it's all from demolition timber. So it's all recycled. It's all, all this timber is like 80, 100 years old. But the tree itself could have been 2,000 years old. You know, it's the old, you know, um, the old world forests, you know, that they cut yes. down in the Second World War. There's a few more. Those are incredible. How did you... How did you start making them? Um, I just did. I just sat there and just went, you know what? I want to, I want to make my own guitar. <laughs> and you know, I, I, I didn't make a masterpiece. Like my, my, um, my first ones were really rudimentary. They were really bad. They, you know, yeah. Um, but over the years, like you, you learn, you learn, you learn. You, know, you practice until you get it right, and then I'm making those ones. <laughs> oh, hang so- on, I'll. I'll and just take you over here, just in case. I, just in case I switch up. All right. Um, that one there is Sarah. Can you see Sarah? Oh yeah, that's Sarah. What was her last name? Scarleton? Like the Scarlet. That's right. The name of a band. 
So she's my three-year-old altar. She's my main altar. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've seen her like, in your in your web in your website. If, yeah, if I switch her up, you're going to be talking to her more than likely. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Man, I'm just looking at your at your drawing. It's so detailed. It's Thank so incredible. All the little stitchings and that. Can you see and that? How do you, yeah. And how do you think of the details you're going to add? Uh, what was that? Sorry. How do you think of the details you're going to add? Do they all have a meaning or does it just flow? Just flows. It just pours out of me. <laughs> Incredible. Half the stuff I can't explain how to make a guitar or how to do my drum kit or, you know, yeah. the detail. Yeah, I did a, like, I, I did my TikTok lives. I just did one before you guys come on and everybody just stops and goes, like, the detail. How do, how do you do that? It's like, it just comes out of me. I don't know. <laughs> And what do you do anything between your breaks? Like I've seen you like walking a lot. No, I run. Nature. <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen that a lot. You go in nature and just run a little yeah. bit. But that's Shay Ambia's side. That Shay Ambia, he's the green man. So he's like a little nature boy. And that's I'm. I've got that as well. I've got like a certain. I've got him in me. I've got. I've got them all in me. And it's hard for me to sit still because the altars want to go and do their thing. Yeah. And so. That's where like, the nature and the surfing, especially the surfing comes into it because you're just immersed in you know, your nature and you're kind of half meditating and you're going, oh, and you've got dolphins splashing around and you're catching waves and you're having a good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, kind of, you kind of live in the perfect place to enjoy nature because Australia yeah. is just, it just has incredible nature. The thing yeah. is, I would love to go to Australia. The thing is, I love spiders, however... I don't love them showing up without a previous warning, you know? I don't want to turn around and see a huge spider in front of me, but I do love them. Yeah, it's not the how big you, ones you, you feel worry about. about. Hey? How do you feel about them? How do you feel about spiders? Sp oh, spiders are tricky here. Like, I'll leave them alone if they leave me alone. It's what I say to the sharks. You leave me alone, I'll leave you alone. <laughs> um, and they have so far? Uh, had one encounter. Well, no, I've had three or four encounters where they've come up to me, the sharks. But there's one encounter where a great white shark, a 16-footer, knocked me off my board. And I was like, I was frozen. I was just frozen, paralyzed with fear going, oh, I'm dead. But I figured out that I was underwater and I couldn't breathe. I'm like, well, I'm not dead yet, so I'm going to have to kind of get some air. Yeah. And then got, on, got back on my board and then kind of freaked out and just went, oh, shark, oh. <laughs> yeah, you thought about it afterwards, mate. Paddled just, in. I, I had yeah. two other friends out there, and I paddled in, got the next wave in. But the fisheries were up on the cliff, and they said, yeah, there was three of them circling you. Wow, and it was so just lucky that they didn't eat you. So, but spite, like, you got red backs and white tips and funnel webs here. Yeah, you they'll have funnel you. webs. No. Yeah, yeah I love spiders. Like, I know many types of if spiders. So, like, <laughs> the funnel webs are the ones that if you touch the web, it cracks, right? Like, it makes, like, a little sound. I saw that's, like, a sign of you having a, a funnel web around, I believe. Like, they're really dangerous. And the thing is, I, I love to watch them from afar, but that's it. Yeah, like, anything, like, octopuses, jellyfish, snakes, spiders, yeah. anything, yeah, in Australia, just stay away from it. <laughs> yeah 
I would love to. Because if you don't know what you're looking at and you don't know what you're getting yourself into, it's more than likely. And if they're really pretty, like the blue ringed octopus, yeah, that thing will kill you in half an hour. Yeah, it's crazy. And, and have they're, you ever wondered? Have you ever seen um? How was he called? A huntsman spider? I got them. I got them living in in, in my house here. They're huge. Yeah, they're like they're well, so they're big. about that big. Yeah, they're so they big. I got white tips and red packs. Everybody has them. Like it's not uncommon here. Yeah, but it's crazy. just identifying them. You got to identify them and then just go. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, you got to stay away so from you them. Just, you you let them live. You just let them yeah. live around. I mean, I if do. they don't bother you, then if then if they're in the like, I'll scoop them up with a cup or something. If they're in the house, and just throw them outside. If they're in the shed, I just let them go. I just you know that's where I build all my drum kits and stuff. So I just go, okay, yep, you're cruising about, so that's cool. Just don't bite me. <laughs> wow, that's that's so crazy. That's something I've always thought about. Like, do people in Australia just let them live around? Do they just live surrounded? I guess you guys do. I guess you do. Bye. Well, if if you're an animal lover, you will. But a lot of people will go ah, and then get their shoe and squash them. <laughs> oh, that's actually really sad. If you've got that's little a- kids around, like it's a safety thing. If you've got little kids around, yeah. like it's, you kind of got to do it, unfortunately. Yeah, I can imagine, yeah. but it's really sad. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little live, you know, it's alive. It's really sad yeah, to me. The thing is, to me, like, tarantulas and big spiders in general aren't that scary they're kind of cute but the ones i hate are the ones that we also have here in europe which are the little the really small ones with the thin legs you know just like common small ones those were those ones are the creepy ones to me just because they're so (laughs) delicate they're so scary they look like mosquitoes without wings those are horrifying no no absolutely not i hate them (laughs) But then yeah. I can find, yeah, a huntsman spider, and I'll be like, oh, look at it. Look at it. It's so yeah. cute. It can't like, eat a I, bird, but it's cute. Yeah, like, oh, I've had them drop on my head in the shed. Oh, that's like, you're so working sp- away, and they just go, poink, and it's like, oh, what was that? And then they kind of go, oh, down your oh, shoulder and down your arm. <laughs> and you kind of go, oh, oh, what's that? Oh, and my God. You've kind how of you flicked guys, it off. How do you guys not, not die of a heart attack every single day? If they jumped on me, absolutely not. No, no, that's <laughs> wow. Wow, that's so scary. Amazing. Talking about, but talking about birds, you have a bird, right? You have a little bird. Yeah, I've got a little, wow. yeah, little conya from South America. Oh, it's really cute. I, I've seen, I've seen your bird in your TikToks as well. <laughs> yeah, he's a little, he's a bugger sitting, sitting in your drum kit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the drum kit, how long did it take you? Uh, six months, or around about. Yeah, so that's not bad going for a whole drum kit that looks like that. Yeah. And all those yellow markings, all the yellow markings and stuff, that's all 24-karat gold leaf. Wow. That's part that's of my sign tradition. Because we used to have to like, you know, sign writing gold leaf names and stuff like that. Yeah. And so how, how do you do that? What's that, sorry? How do you do that, the gold leaf? So you paint it with yellow enamel paint, and you let the paint tack off so it's half dry yeah that takes well in australian weather it takes about 15 minutes in the hot weather here and then you just get those little shit those little squares of gold and you just stick it on bang 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 and then anything that's not stuck to the paint just kind of flakes off and you just do that with um a really um really fine like soft bristle brush and it just all flakes off and then that soft bristle brush um 
will burnish. It's called burnishing. We're basically polishing the gold. So, yeah. And did you learn how to play the drums afterwards or yeah, after you uh, any other? It's really weird. Like, I built the instrument and then I learned how to play it. Whereas most people buy a, an instrument, like a cheap instrument, play it for, you know, however long and then they'll upgrade to another, like, better version. But I built that and went, okay, time for me to learn how to play. And Sarah took over. Sarah, I'd disassociate on that. And Sarah wanted to be the drummer girl. So I'd, I'd be gone for an hour or so. And she's come up with this. Like, I'd have to film myself. Because I'm like, where's all this coming from? I don't understand this. And then I'd see, I think, oh, that's not me. That's Sarah. And she'd just go, yeah, I believe. Have you posted one of your videos, like one of the videos of Sarah on TikTok? Not yet. I'm finding it really hard yeah. for me to um, edit myself when I right. switch up. Um, yeah, it, it, I've got another friend who's done an interview with me. He's about to, he messaged me today about the interview that we did. And he said, did you want me to leave all the stuff in when you switched up? I said, yeah, do it because I find it really hard for me to edit that stuff. And I'm looking back at, it's like when I... I described him yeah like when i'm looking at an altar in me it kind of triggers them to come back out again and then i can't on it so it's really weird but yeah when i when i'm sitting and going how how do i play that but it's sarah taking over and she's playing it and then afterwards i'm going oh hang on i think i know what i'm doing it's like i'm learning as a three-year-old and then and then i start to get it and it's like oh that's what she's doing okay Oh, oh, so okay. you learn from her? Yeah. <laughs> Fascinated. That's really yeah. fun, actually. Yeah, it's bizarre. Wow. It does my head in. I'm like, I don't know. what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> and with the with the guitars, who who plays? Is it you or one of your altars? I'm the, he's he's the where is he? He's the lead guitarist. Oh. But I I did a I did a three song EP well, like with Skeleton. Well, like that's the band's name and. I was like, man, because I was singing. I'm not a very good singer, by the way, but I was giving it a go. I was like, man, I'm singing, but it doesn't feel like me. And I'm like, because I'm mainly the guitarist, and I'm like, what's going on here? And when I was editing editing the um, the film clip, I was like, man, I'm turning into the vampire man as the singer. I'm thinking, that's him singing, and I'm playing the guitar. And I was like, oh, man, it's just like, what's going on here? It's one of those things you just go, oh, I don't understand this, like it's... I'm in it, and I don't get it. <laughs> and do you have a favorite guitar that you've made? Uh, it depends on the mood. Yeah, like I, I love that that red one that made X, as I call it. Yeah, same. That's my favorite one that I've seen. Yeah. I love that one. <laughs> Everybody loves like the green one, like that's Shadow's, Shadow Girl's bass guitar. Everybody loves that one. But yeah, my kind of go-to guitar just for like, studio work is the purple one. It's got a really nice feel and tone to it, so... I kind of so you make, do my, you make bass guitars as well? Make all of them. Dude, I play the bass guitar. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> yes, I do. I mean, I've been learning. I'm, I'm self-taught with most of the instruments I play, but yeah, I've been trying to learn <laughs> bass guitar. That's I the have best a, way. Oh, I have a Stingray bass guitar. It's oh, pretty good. It's a Stingray. That's the, the name of it. Stingray. Okay, oh, I haven't heard of that brand. But yeah, cool. It's really good, actually, and I've been trying to, to get better at it. Right now, I don't have it here because I change between uh the north of spain and the south of spain because i study in the south and i live with my family oh, in the north. so right now i don't i don't have my her name's victoria so i don't have her right <laughs> now, but cool thank uh, your bass guitar that's awesome i love that yes the thing the thing is i i have a thing for naming 
objects since I was really young. So with, you know, with a bass guitar, it makes sense. It just sounds more like a rock star. It makes me feel cool when I <laughs> just name it. I'll also name my car someday as well. Yeah, I've, I'm building a, like my hot rod. Have you seen my hot rod that I'm building? I, I think, yeah, I think I have. The, have you shown the metal parts that you're yeah, doing? Yeah, so that, that was the, um, it's an old panel band, like a 1958 panel band. Um, here's a photo of that, just so everybody can have a look at it. Um, but, you know, I was doing up cars and I'm I'm building a studio as well in my backyard, so it's never ending. The thing yet. is, I, I looked at your guitars and your, your drum kit and I thought he should actually, you know, do cars as well. And then I saw it yeah. and I was like, great, <laughs> great. <laughs> because so, I, it, it just a, looks like the perfect idea for it. Wow. There, uh, but that's the back of the panel van. That's some of my airbrushing work. Yeah, that's incredible. Uh, there and her dolls, and this is a shadow girl that plays the bass guitar. So that's on the back of the other side of the panel van. Wow, that's incredible. Do you have those pictures anywhere posted so that people can also check them out? Uh, they're up on my Facebook page. and I've just been flat out. I've been trying to write and record songs, trying to do my website, trying to do everything, and that's part of my condition is that i just go into overdrive and then um yeah then i fall flat i it kind of overwhelms me with everything yeah. all the project i'm doing where's the front of the car there it is so it's getting real that is incredible and the color the color i mixed myself it's got like oh. this coppery i call it flamed copper i'm just trying to hang on where's a video of that guard <laughs> where is it i'll play that one the shine is incredible. It's yeah. such a such a particular color. Yeah. And did so, you just did you also learn how to do to decorate spray. cars like that by yourself? Yeah. So just self taught. How long ago? I I had another hot rod oh, a year ago that I did up, but then I did up a few other cars and I like doing airbrushing, I did heaps of Harley Harleys on it. So that was kind of what I was doing there for about four or five years. Just, you know, a few few years back now but yeah but then i went into public murals there's public murals everywhere of mine in well this region of australia anyway but i stopped all that and now i can just do me anything because <laughs> of my diagnosis yeah and how has it felt knowing that you have your diagnosis now so i answered a lot of questions that i was just like scratching my head it's okay that's why all that happened and that's why i've become the person i've become or yeah react that way or this is why people thought i was an oddball or so like, ah, there it is. <laughs> so I always used well, to like, like, oh, like I dated, I dated this chick a while ago, and she was a psychologist, and she picked it straight away. And another girl picked it. She was like, it's like we're not even talking to you, Matt. And then you forget. I'm like, I don't know, because <laughs> that's part of the condition. Once I'm disassociated, I don't remember anything. Yeah. And then occasionally, like the the ultras will tell you what's happened, but usually I rely on other people around me to say you know, what happened or what did I say or what's going on? And then they fill me in on the blanks. Yeah. And do you have people around you that, you know, help you with that and support you? In- I've got support workers okay. now, so that's good. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Right? Um, yeah, I've got a few friends that are really helpful. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm really I, glad because it's really necessary in general for everybody to have a great support system. So I'm really glad you have one. Yeah, I, I keep my circle quite closed now. I I used to have a really large circle and there's too many people that I trusted that I shouldn't have trusted and then they took advantage yeah. of me certain ways. So, yeah. Yeah. 
like my first instrument as well. My first instrument that I learned how to play. <laughs> Have a guess. I don't know. So it's a past life as well. Oh, wow. And it's an Australian <laughs> instrument. <laughs> oh, the, yeah, I, I saw it. I saw it, but I don't remember the name of it. It's the like an air instrument. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really, really hard to play. And like the circular breathing and the wow, 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 getting lack on. I had a friend that had a didgeridoo sitting in his lounge room and I said, mate, can I have a go at that? And he goes, oh, yeah, but I'm not going to teach you how to circular breathe. It's too hard to explain, just there. Yeah. So he, he went into the kitchen and, you know, made a cup of tea and I sat down with a didgeridoo and about 10 minutes I was circular breathing and playing it flat out. And he was like, what? The, people just don't sit down and just pick up a didgeridoo and just start playing it like that. I was like, one of those things I just don't what? know. I don't get it. And a past life experience coming through. That's incredible. I went and got this now, little break. Wow. It's the didgeridoo. So just bear with me. I might um I might mess this up the first time around, but Oh don't worry. Wow. That's, That's a didgeridoo. I learned how to play that in 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and how did you, how does it work on the inside? It's just a hollow, just a hollow log. Literally, it's just a hollow log. Hollow log. And did yeah. you carve it or are those, like, it's, is that paint? Oh, that's paint. That's, that was done by uh, Aboriginal elder. I've got another didgeridoo that I painted that was okay. gifted to me by an Aboriginal Kayeta. So he's the firstborn of the firstborn of the firstborn, a bit like royalty. Yeah. So he gave me a, a didgeridoo out of the APY lands, which is a pretty special place. That's up in the top end. Near Darwin. Hang on, i just got to put this down. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, a um, bit of uh, Australian culture there for you. There you go. Yeah, that's incredible. <laughs> that is incredible. Yeah. And is there any specific meaning to the paintings every did you do has? Uh, that one, there's, that was when I, I lived in a combi for four years. So when I met that Aboriginal person, he drew the snake like that. He said, you're, you're a wandering spirit. You don't stay in the same spot. So he yeah, drew the snake. And then the other, um, the other um, did redo. I painted, he gave me cultural authority to paint in their colours and in their tribal symbols. Um, so I did that of an Aboriginal warrior of theirs. And yeah, it's class, it's still classed as Aboriginal art because he gave me Aboriginal cultural authority to paint their style. So it's the oldest uh, painting culture in the world. We've got it right here in Australia. <laughs> Incredible. And when did you gain interest? into the aboriginal culture has it always been there yeah it, it links in you know how i talked about my brain condition and i mentioned yes. indigenous shaman yes oh well, i had aborigines coming to me going are you sure you're not an aboriginal person i was like mm, i don't think so i'd have to ask a few people if you know down the line there's something going on i don't know but um i was going to get a dna test and all that type of stuff but i just uh, no i left it and left it and then when i got my diagnosis i was like there it is that's why aboriginal people were attracted to me because i had that indigenous shaman thing going on and i could see 
their culture and how to use their culture and how to not use it, how to, yeah. you know. Um, yes. It's like, you know, and they, all the indigenous shamans all around the world, they can see the plant that can heal, you know, cancer or whatever it is. So that's what they do. And I, I had that ability to kind of do that in a musical sense. Yeah. And, and the drums, the drums are an uh, Aboriginal invention too. Like the po- they used to um, get a hollow log and stretch possum skin over the hollow log and bang, 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 bang. So, right, to create a little drum, right. And the airbrush, the airbrush was an uh, Aboriginal invention too. <laughs> wow, so many inventions. So they, like 40,000 or whatever, 60,000 years ago, like they used to put the pigment or they used to use uh kangaroo blood as well but yeah. pigment they used to put it in their mouth and put their hand up against the cave wall and go and you see the handprint but that's their mouth was an airbrush wow that's so crazy yeah that I, is was incredible. Te- I was doing workshops with aboriginal kids and i told them that they're like well oh, man you're teaching us our own culture i said yeah, yeah. <laughs> well that's beautiful that the culture is so highly appreciated over yeah. there I- it's really important to keep cultures alive even yeah. especially now <laughs> yeah, yeah. And do you include any um, cultural symbolisms or anything to your drawings? Yeah, uh, Matt, that's that's Vampire Man. Yes. Uh, that that's our that's our book. We drew that one. That's oh, you're Sarah. Book. Yeah. Hello. Hi. Do you know where you are right now? We are at home. You are you Matt's friend? Yes, I am. I was actually having an interview with him right now. Oh, we played the drums today. Yes, you do. I've, yeah, I've we heard you do really well that you taught him. You got green walls on your LD. Wow. Yes, do you like them? Yeah, you got pretty. You got pretty hair like Claire. Claire's got well, that. Kind of is that another but, one of your friends? Yeah, she wrote the book. Claire did one of the oh. book. Well, where are you from? Well, I I live in Spain. I was born in Venezuela, but I live in Spain right now. Oh, that's that's me. That. Oh, that's you. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's been funny. And we we draw some stuff too. Oh, you have? Yeah. Do you want to show me? We have to go over here. And we have to. Well, you have to draw that stuff. Well, you draw it. Don't tell me. I won't. I won't. Don't worry. Ow. When did you learn to play the drums? When Matt built the drum kit. And we built the drum kit too. We built the, we built the, the, the three across the top. Yeah. And we cut our finger. Our sound. Oh, you did? Yeah, we cut it. Yeah. Oh, I see. With what? Two, how, how did that happen? A chisel, Matt said. Um, and we that we bled a lot. We didn't make it. No. Oh, sorry. Was I gone for a bit? Yeah, Sarah came around a little bit. Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. We had a really interesting conversation about the drums. Oh, oh man. Well, vision goes and stuff. Um, sorry. It's all right. Don't worry. Take your time. Can you remember what we're talking about? Like before, before Sarah joined. I'm not. I was playing the didgeridoo. Yeah. Yes, you were. Sure. You were talking to me about. We were talking about the indigenous culture and how it was really important to keep it alive and symbolisms and everything. Oh, okay. Sorry, I just kind of I'm hallucinating a bit. Sorry. Yeah, don't worry. Do you want me to do anything, or should I just? No, nah, you yeah, just kind of. Just talk to me, I guess. Just kind of, kind of help me get out of it. What? Oh, of course. Is there yeah. anything specific you want to talk about, or should I just? Uh, you just start right. talking away. Okay. 
So do you want me to tell you what we were previously talking about? What I talked to Sarah about? I'm going to show you this. Sorry. I'm starting okay. to get my talk back. Sorry. Okay, good. Um, Aboriginal culture. That's right. So this is a painting of an Aborigine. He's an Aboriginal elder. He was a friend of mine. Did you, have you seen that one? Yes, I've seen it. It's incredible. Well, there it is. It's incredible. Is it airbrushed or how did you make it? Yeah, that was airbrushed. And well, egg. Everybody, everybody loves me egg. Ooh. Yes, I love the egg. I actually <laughs> saw that selling. I love that you're selling like a little cushion of the egg. Yeah, I'm I trying to develop a website, but it's I've been so busy with everything else. It's like, oh my god, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can imagine technologies are really difficult, even for me. It's I'm not, not very good at myself either. Like, I just I kind of do things, and then it's like, oh man, I can't do that brain stuff. I'm just like, oh yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> I understand rather- that. Me as well. The the left brain isn't really braining yeah. as well. <laughs> and have you sell like sold any of your paintings? And so I think I've sold two. But yeah, I'm I'm useless when it comes to marketing. I'm the worst person <laughs> to well, market. I just I can't do it. And so I call them my dust collectors. They all just sit in the shed and collect dust my paintings. <laughs> oh, and when did you start doing the TikTok lives? Oh, uh, maybe three months ago. And how has that been? for you it's been good because i'm starting to build up a youtube channel and a bit of an audience yeah um like i've got a lot of time on my hands now now that i don't work so yeah i'm like you can like oh well, you do work you do work you do a lot of things <laughs> everybody says that to me. like even my psyche goes i do like 10 12 14 hour days he's like normal people don't work that hard <laughs> yeah you do a lot of things like do you think you will focus on anything specific or are you just going to do the instruments and the paintings and the drawings? I've got it all in me. That's the, that's the trouble. It's just, <laughs> uh, even building me car and that. Oh my God, it's just I'm so thinly spread with everything I'm doing. Um, I get overwhelmed. Yeah, I do get overwhelmed and then my trophy child syndrome kicks in and yeah. it hasn't been done like now. And Yeah, the, you know, the burnout kicks in. Yeah, it does. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can kind of relate to that to a certain degree because I have ADHD, so I get I get incredible burnout as well. Well, well, it's just I hyper focus on any on anything really, and then I can be doing the same thing for hours. I forget to eat, I forget to drink, I forget to go to the bathroom because I'm so focused, and then the burnout kicks in, and sometimes the, the actual hyper fixation can go on for a week. And then the burnout is so long and it's oh, so difficult yeah. if you kind of feel like empty because you're not as creative, at least for me, I don't know if you relate to that. It's kind of, there's sort of a static feel to it for me at least. And it's really strange, you know? Okay. Now I, I, I do the same as you, except for I get overwhelmed because I'm too creative and I want to do it all yeah. now, get it out of me. So it's done. <laughs> Whereas I don't feel that void or that static feeling. Oh, I just like, it's just another, there's always another thing that I can do. And it's just like, oh my God, I've got like next 10 years in front of me, paintings worth in my head. I'm like, ah. And then I've got all the music and I'll try and do my car up and I'm like, ah. It's like, it, yeah. That's <laughs> a lot. And how, how are you with like finishing projects? I'm really good because of my discipline and like being a signwriter, my trade. Like, I just had to get the job done so I'd get paid. So, like, I'd do public murals for, like, the, the 
government or the council here. Yeah. And they were amazed. They're like, man, like you're a best artist, but you do it on time and you, you know, you really, you know, I was like, well, no, we do. They're like, oh man, we, we've employed these artists and they're just so wishy washy. I'm like, well, okay, but like, yeah, like once I like, you know, this is kind of like the only project I'm doing officially, like Vampire Man. Yeah. So I'm doing him and I'll just continue with this until it's done. Like I won't start another one. I won't do anything. But then musically, I'm doing drumming. So I'll just stick to one song, do the drumming until it's figured out and then move on to the next one. Wow. Then props to you for that because I struggle so much with finishing projects. I do so <laughs> much. And then it's so hard for me to finish because I get another idea and another one and another one. Right now, yeah. I on I can honestly tell you I have at least three albums of music ready almost like almost ready but yep. i just like another idea i and a, another idea comes around and then i leave the other project hanging and i do the other one and then i leave that one hanging so i have like yep. three albums three concepts like visual concepts as well and i yeah. just haven't finished and then <laughs> the same happens with songs i'm writing and poems because it's music it's poems then it's also that I go to acting school because I want to do that. And then yeah. like that's the only thing I have finished because I have to, because I have yeah. teachers and there's a schedule, yeah. but it's not. Trust me, I wouldn't. So yeah. the, the discipline thing is kind of difficult for me. How, <laughs> do you have any advice on that on how to be a little more disciplined? Oh, yeah. I guess everybody takes their own approach. But just just stay with the one project or the one song and just do it until you you finish it and I've always done that I, I just don't yeah it's never been in me to just leave something hanging it kind of yeah. be in the back of my mind going come on come on let's do this <laughs> but I don't know just I'm sure there's helpful hints and talks out there about you know being disciplined as an artist um, I guess it's a mindset you just want to if you got if you got um, oh what's the word no, it's gone. I'm not going to be able to find it there. Um, a set, like, I, I guess if you're striving for a sense of accomplishment at the end of it, I guess that's your reward. Right. And then you go, I've done that. That's great. I feel chuffed about myself. You know, you get that, you know, that little happy yay yeah. <laughs> at the end of it. So, I don't know. Strive yeah, for that, I guess. Have, you should be focused on your goal when you're doing something, I believe. Yeah, you do, you do get that that sense of accomplishment at the end of it and yeah that's probably what most people put out of their mind it's like i'm yeah. an artist and, oh, 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 and then they kind of lose their way and it's like oh, well, I'm just... <laughs> yeah that's what that happens to me <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you just kind of do many things but currently you're focusing on that drawing right on your vampire man like and the image in my head got up of like I said, the next ten years of paintings. Well, they're all, all up here. I can see them, but I've just got a one at a yeah. time. And it's oh, that's probably another thing. It's like how do you eat? How do you eat an elephant? Yeah. It's like one exactly. bite at the top, the small little bites, just do a little bit here, <laughs> and then you finally finish it. So yeah. And what's your next project when you finish Vampire Man? Um, I'll probably do Sarah. Um. So I just I just did this series actually. Sorry, well, where's this? So I just did this series of like these all these kind of quirky little animals. Yes, I love that one. I love it. I saw That's that Beor one. Beortus the tortoise. So I just did that series, and 
the burnout, like I had burnout from visual arts maybe two or three yeah. years and I didn't do anything. I went, oh, I just want to have fun with it again. So I just kind of just started drawing and I had this worm. I just had this worm in me and I was like, man, i got to get this worm in it. And so I drew this atomic worm that I called it. Mm-hmm. And birds flying around it. It's Adam Bomb going off in the background. And um, I just enjoyed it. I was like, man, this is fun. So I, I did like 17 in like three months. Oh, man, I don't do this kind of volume of work. And so I did 17, and I thought, oh, yeah, that's enough. And then I went off to Vampire Man, and now I think I'm going to start doing the altars as sketches first. And then in however long, two years' time, we're going to start doing them as actual paintings. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a painting is going to take me three months each kind of thing. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. I seriously, I love uh, the, the little... The thing is, I don't say tortoise, I say tortoise, because I learned that word from a British person. <laughs> so it kind of sounds weird to say tortoise for now, but I uh, love that thing. I love it. Aussie, I thought, yeah, Aussie's what's, like, what's the thing, what's coming out of its eyes? Is it no, that's like, his nose. That's his nose. Oh, that's, oh, that's oh, the nose. Right? Oh, yeah. So there, his eyes are here. Oh, in, yeah. They're in, ugh. This thing keeps moving there and there. But that's his nostrils. He's blowing smoke out of his nostrils. Oh, oh, yeah, I get it. I get it. That's amazing. Yeah, and he's got a little. Is it made of, of wood? Does hey. it, is it like made of wood? Because like the, the face looks like it's wood texture. It's so oh, well, interesting. Yeah, it kind of, uh, it's just kind of like my style, I guess. Like on a craggly old crack yeah. style. Yeah. But man, a sculpture of that would be incredible. I'd, I'd love to have yeah. that around my. It would be incredible. Honestly, yeah. like all of your art that I've seen so far, I would love to have around my house. Would you? <laughs> like, it's incredible. We'll yes. A website and buy some prints and la di da I would. I, honestly, and- <laughs> seriously. And the, the a bass guitar, I'd, I'd love to. It's incredible. Yeah. I'll, I'll do one cheap and I'll just send it over there. Oh, and I set- mean, that would be incredible. Seriously. Yeah. Make no, it out of some <laughs> Australian timber. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. And... I was gonna ask something. Hold on. Oh yeah. So like the cars about the cars. Do you just uh, spray spray paint them, or do you change anything about the structure of the car as well? Uh, I've had to do everything to that car. I took it back to bare metal. Um, there was heaps of rust in it, so I had to repair all the rust. So I had to do all the fabrication, all the welding, all that type of stuff, um, and bring it back to life like I have. Um, I am gonna do like a, I'm gonna put all like the stage by stage steps. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll be on my YouTube and on my website soon. Um, it's just at the mechanics at the moment. Surgery things that I can't do. Um, but yeah, hopefully in three months we'll be on the road. But it's it's been a modified. So that only used to have like a real little engine in it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, just a little pup-pup machine, just, you know, to deliver the the bread to the, you know, the store. <laughs> but now this is having like the biggest V8. Australia has uh, produced. So I've had to reinforce all the chassis. I've had to modify like all the engine bay. So it's been, and my build time has been really good. Like once again, there's that trophy child syndrome and got to get it done. Mm-hmm. Um, it took me nine months to strip it all down and build it back up to a point where it's almost ready to go on the road. And most people would take two to five years to do that. So right. the thing yeah. is, now I have more reasons to actually put an effort into going to Australia. I don't even have to be scared of the spiders anymore because I would love to get a bass, a bass guitar from you. And then also I have a dream of mine that is actually my car. Um, I want it to be a hearse. So 
<laughs> yeah, yes. yes. I've seen I've seen this girl on TikTok who has a purse. Like she's uh, a goth girl and she's in, she's yeah. so fun. I love her. She has like the the vampire bangs as well, you know, the pointy bangs yes, and everything. Yeah. She's, she's so cool and she has a hearse and yeah. I've wanted a hearse now for so long and I I would just love to have it, you know, modified and everything. I would love to make yeah. the inside like um like a little living space, you know, with a Instead of, you know, having a, an actual coffin inside, I would love to have yeah. a little sofa yeah. and everything. That's actually something yeah. I would love to do. Yeah, see, I did the interior of my car too. That's the other thing I forgot. The interior I don't really do interior as well. Yeah, the interior took me like nearly two months because it was all with strong foreign. So it was, uh, where are we there? Wow. Yeah. Is it like black velvet? Yeah. Black velvet, then it's got like, the diamond hatching and all that stuff. That's incredible. Yeah, see, so I, I would did love all that. Oh. My would be that that kind of style. I love it. So, well, this is like a mini hearse. It's not quite as long. And I was going to buy a hearse, and I was like, oh man, it's kind of, kind of going down the rabbit hole too far for me because, yeah. Yeah, the, the right place like, to find a hearse is favorite Facebook Marketplace, honestly. That's where you yeah. find the best hearse. I no think. one wants hearses because they've got that. Yeah. Creepy invitation talk. And, yeah, um, that's that's also why it's uh, comfortable to get a hearse. I, I seriously want to get one in the future, and I, I just go into Facebook Marketplace and see what I can find. They make they they'd make an awesome surf wagon. You throw all your surfboards yes. in the back. You got heaps exactly. of room. Exactly, exactly. Like and there. if you have a band, for example, <laughs> like if I, if in the future I have a uh, yeah. a band, it's so comfortable to just even like the drum kit. You can put it in there. It's so yeah. comfortable. Yeah, Parking, not so much, but you yeah. can just figure it out. I think. <laughs> I think. I think if you're driving a hearse and you go up to someone who's parking and you say, "Can you give me your spot? I have a cat a cadaver in the back," then you'll probably get the the parking spot. They'll just lend it to you. Yeah. So that that will be easy. But yeah, so that's, that's so fun. That shadow girl's kind of um, she's a goth. I was I was a goth back in my twenties. You were. Yeah, I used to dress up all the time. I, Mad leather pants and all the makeup on and the fingernails and everything. I went through a phase as well, but I was steampunk specifically. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I went through a phase <laughs> when I was, I was more like, like the... fourteen, I think I was. Yeah. So, so I kind of had that like the crow look from Brandon Lee. Yeah. So I kind of went that. I kind of you know did that <laughs> for a little bit. Yeah. Yes. No. I I'm kind of going back that way. I think because Shadow Girl. One of my oldest, she's full goth. Like if you see my film clips on Scarlet and like we're all kind of gothy, but um, she really takes it to the next level. It's pretty cool. Like I like her soul. <laughs> wow, I, I didn't think we would have so many things in common. Honestly, that's incredible. <laughs> so yeah, I went through a, a goth phase when I was, I think, probably from thirteen to fourteen, and then fifteen. I kind of loosened up. The thing is. I still have it in me, you know, like the music yeah, and the style as well. But I see that. Oh, the, by the way, I saw that you also make uh, paintings of bands. I love the one you did of uh, Rammstein. I love it. <laughs> that was like a sweat dash one. Like, I'm not proud of that yeah. as a painting. I'm not proud of it. It's cool. But, but I, I just I'm, so. I'm stoked it got signed and I'm stoked that I've met Rammstein. Like, I've met like 50 odd bands and hung around with them and. You know, it's great. It's fantastic to meet these people and for them to sign, you know, a bit of, like I've got guitar signed and everything by them. Um, 
yeah, I've kind of, I kind of don't do that anymore. I've done like if there's a, the last one I did was Ginger. So have you heard of the band Ginger with yeah. Jays? Yeah. Yes. So I did a, did paintings and guitars of them and I gave them guitars. So I actually made them guitars and gave them to them. And then they signed a painting and signed a guitar for me. And yeah, met him. And I was, I was the guy that got him into Adelaide because Adelaide's a bit of a, yeah, it's a bit of a small state and a lot of bands just skip over Adelaide because it's like, yeah. uh, don't worry. I mean, don't many, worry. People, many people skip over Australia in general, which I think is so yeah. upsetting. It even upsets me and I don't live over there. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think once the band's got here and they, they experience the Aussie culture, I think that's when they get hooked and then they come back again. Exactly. Uh, yeah. But um, all the same, yeah. So, yeah, that was the last last painting that i got signed by bands i think it was 2019 before covid hit and my favorite singer um john garcia from caius is it edith caius like um they're the last two people that i got um painting signed by um but yeah um where am i i'm just trying to there we go there's the leather pants yeah the that's incredible i just didn't have the makeup on that day <laughs> <laughs> and what kind of makeup would you would you do I just do, I just like doing like just the dark eyes and let that, like the mascara running. I did that on one of the skeleton film clips, Dead Man. It's got all the mascara running down because I was like, oh, I just look like I'm, you know, suffering. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind yeah. of the style. That's really fun. Yeah. And so do you have, so your your website, right? Is Is it actually functional right now like can people buy it's things for the website everything it's functional but there's not a lot of there's a bit on there there's not everything on there so i'm still working at it like i said i've just got so much i'm spread thin with everything else <laughs> right so would you yeah. like to tell people where they can find your arts like your social media and everything um yeah so so, I don't know if this is going to turn out to be mirrored, but it's www. Oh, yeah, it's perfectly. Yeah. Matt. So www.matt with double T E S S black.com. That's your website right now, right? Yeah. And that's my band, Skyleson. So search them on YouTube and whatnot. Yeah, you'll see all my guitars and one kids and whatnot up there. Involved. And how can they find you in Facebook? Just Matt Black. Okay, perfect. Just and so that, you know, people can. Perfect. Get more of the amazing stuff you have around. Yeah, because it's it, my name is just Matt M A T T E then black. Mm -hmm. So Matt black like the color, which isn't a color; it's a shade. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I do want to say, you know, I don't really have a, a right to say anything, but I I, I do want to say that it is really important of you to be so so open about what you deal with with your DID and everything. It is so important for you to 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 say it. You know, it helps a lot of people. It's amazing, and yeah. it just—it's so—it's so. Um, I don't know. It's something I admire a lot that you talk about it so bravely, and your art is amazing. And do you, would you want to describe yourself a little bit so that people can get to know you better? At the we, we would edit this at the beginning of the interview so that um, yeah, people can understand a little bit more about you. Just a short description of who you are and what you do with your art. Okay, um, yeah. Uh, so I'm Matt Black. I was voted number one airbrush artist and sign writer in Australia. Um, I've got a condition called Dissociation Identity Disorder. Um, I've also got Trophy Child Syndrome and Complex PTSD. Um, I got classed as an artistic genius. 
um, which doesn't go down too well in Australia because, you know, we've got tall poppy syndrome here, which, you know, if you're any good at anything, everybody else wants to cut you down and drag you back down to their level. Um, but my artwork is my therapy. It's my world. Um, I wouldn't be alive without my artwork or my music. Um, so I just immerse myself in that just to get away from pain, I guess. Um, and I encourage others, if they're going through certain situations, their own personal struggles, to seek help, seek professional help. Like I didn't and I unalived myself. So please, yeah. Get, that's get amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. And I'm really glad you found art to like to do all of everything you do right now it's amazing i think my art and all my sculptures and all the drum kits and whatever else found me to channel themselves through <laughs> you know on their little you know little yeah I've got the, the little puppet yeah that's <laughs> well that's amazing i think we've had a really great conversation we have to actually yeah. end it soon because if not the right. record gonna cut off I think yep. we've had a great conversation. It's been really nice to get to know you. Yeah, you too. It's been great. I, your your art is amazing. Seriously, like everything is amazing. And it was so All interesting right. talking to you. So All thank right. you so much. Is there yeah. anything else you want to say? Or I'm good. No, it's been been a pleasure to talk to you, Sophie. But same. Same. It's been a pleasure. It's been amazing. Seriously. And to get to learn more about you as well.